year. Sorry, I... <laughs> oh my god, I can't get enough of that album. I really can't. I'm so sorry. I just can't. That's my favourite song on there as well. Um, But yeah, welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said. I am Sid. Just that, that's it. Like, Happy New Year, here we are. Um, In Aquarius season. What do you know? Um... Yeah, so like we're back. Uh, I'm actually back, and I'm back in full swing. I I needed a much needed break after the Christmas um period because I was just tired. Like I had so much shit to do. Like I had I had so much things to do. And the thing is, it's like like I've said before, if I'm gonna record something, I just need to be in the right headspace and um sometimes i'm just not i'm just tired and i i i'm so friggin tired like i needed time to recover rest i had so much stuff going on where it's just like you know just things and i've come to realize like i know that i take breaks from this and this may be very annoying but what i've come to realize is that i do a lot of things by myself you know like I do a lot by myself. I record this. I gather the content. I edit it. I have to listen back to it. I have to type up my notes. All of that stuff. Like I have to, you know, check emails. All of those kind of things. Like actually search for content. Um, all by myself. And... I don't get paid for this. This is something I wanted to do. I don't get paid for it. Like, it's not like, hey, you know, I'm going to drop this episode and make £100, £500, whatever the fuck. Um, No, that's not the case. So, yeah, like, that's just it. Like, I'm sorry. This is, this is all my labour, which gets stolen and um, repackaged by men in um, a time zone one hour away and also in Atlanta you know, for them to get paid off of it, and that's, that's, that's where we are, so yeah, um, I'm gonna just get straight into it, because I don't want this to be a long episode, I really don't have that, do I have that much, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, that's about, yeah, I don't have that much to cover, I don't, I don't, um, and I think I'm going to keep these a lot shorter because there's th- there's topics I'm sorry I've exhausted. Um, I am going to start like the themed ones back. The grief episode I did attempt. Um, I did attempt that after the flagship fuckery episode and I... <sighs> I was, no, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that, sorry, I just wasn't, not in a, like, a, an emotional way, it's just that something, there was just, there was just a way that I had to really, really, really think this out, and it's something that I've really got to, like, type out, um, plan and execute properly, so that, um, I represent myself in the fullest across, because the, the way that people know me is I think outside the friggin' box, with my colorism episode again like i haven't i'm not really getting that much feedback on these things um the listeners are there i'm looking at the insights and the insights are like okay cool i'm, I'm getting like each episode 
has like about 200 listens. So I've got like about 200 listeners a month, which is great. That is really good. That for me is really, really good. But it's like, I'm just not getting the feedback. And I don't, it's not even like what, like, I don't know. I'm only getting feedback from like one person, but that's because they're my friend and they support my things. But I'm not getting the feedback. So I don't really know what to do. I don't really know how I just don't know in it, but I'm, for me, when I'm having these conversations elsewhere in like Twitter Spaces, um, you know, other forums, I am getting the feedback that hey, I really like this. I um, I've never thought of this this way. You've given me food for thought, and I think that me doing all these things on this podcast, I'm, I'm I don't know. I feel like I'm putting in but I'm not getting anything out that's just how I feel I'm just going to be honest I'm still going to do it because it's like me just documenting and ranting my thoughts and I'm just saying the things and who knows later somebody can go back to this I don't know but at the moment I'm only going to get what I'm only going to like you know you're only going to get what you know you put in sorry sorry now the festive period, I'm going to get straight into it. The festive period, while I've been away, um, it's been great, good, can't complain. I saw my brother um, for the first time in like about how many years now? I want to say five years, five, six years, because he went to Shanghai. Um, he was meant to be there for two years and then he was meant to come back, but then COVID struck. And then because Shanghai went into like local lockdowns, all of those things, they were just like, yeah, you can't leave. You ain't going nowhere. Um, if you do go... It's going to be hell for you to leave this country. And it's also going to be hell for you coming back. So you might as well just stay put. Stay in your flat. Let us deliver you your food and your meals. And (laughs) Uh, yeah, they really, they weren't, they they still ain't ramping about that shit. Um, But, you know, is what it is. And that was that. Um, in terms of the new year, the new year was it, it was like every other year, I guess. Um, nothing special. Um, that's it. My week, my week has been good. Um, so far, so good. Like I'm really doing very great in this job that I'm in currently at the moment. There are some things where it's like you know, um, I need to properly get settled in before I can really get my teeth stuck in and start, um have a full understanding of the job and implementing changes. Because me, the way that I am, I like to change things for the better, if you may have not, may have or have not noticed. I like to change things for the better. That is what I do. Um, What else? Um, it's also my birthday on Saturday. So if you want to send me anything, that'd be lovely. Send me money. You don't even send me emails, but they won't send me money. I don't give a fuck. Um, not that I need it, but it will just be nice. Um, I, I've got a feeling my work is doing something for me. I don't know why. I don't know. They're like, hey, you know, bought you some train tickets. Come down to London, central London. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're coming down on the Friday, you know. Um, still haven't said it's an open return or what yet. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to give me, um, a Rolls Royce, a Lexus, um, Audi, rsq3 with the keys because i you know have I've, yeah the ticket is just one way so i'm thinking yeah they've bought me a, a lovely car and i'll be driving back that's what it is right right i don't know i don't know um one can only hope so yeah there's that i'm also back into um i over the festive period i did take a pause on couch to 5k i'm not gonna lie but I did start back and 
I'm good. I'm actually good. I actually ran for 28 minutes without stopping. And I'm so proud of myself. Um, been to the gym once. I have injured my shoulder, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, with that, with, with that injury right there, it's, it's, I don't know how to fix it either. I've been sleeping on it rough as well. So that hurts. Um, I just need time for this shoulder to recover and I can be back to normal. And that's about it. Um, there was one thing as well. Now moving on to the next segment, which is about how my battles and all them kind of things. I've got ugh, Newham Council. I'm beefing with um, Newham Council at the moment. And, um, oh, that's long. Like, Newham Council is very long. Um, it's like, imagine they've like charged me, and I'm saying no because your sign says parking is free on Sundays. Now, they're saying, well, you should have checked online. I said, I did check online. Well, you should have checked online for further information. Where do I check online? That's not, I, I'm confused. I don't know what, I don't know what it is that they're doing. So for that reason, now it's got to go to appeals. It's got to go to court, all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not paying it purely out of principle because I don't think I've done anything wrong. I don't, I really, really don't think I've done anything wrong. So we'll see what happens. Um, there's that. Now, this segment, I'm going to have to shelve it. And I'm going to say why. It's the queer people doing well. The reason why I'm going to shelve it is because I've just come to realise I'm not in community with anyone. I'm not. And as much as I would like to say that people are doing well, as much as I would like to say that there are people who are... Hmm... There are people that are making moves. There are people that are doing things. There are people that, you know what? I could be happy for them. However, they aren't very nice to me. They don't, they feel very threatened by me. They feel that, you know, they they shade me or they, you know, they will do certain things as, as I've seen in the past week. No, not past week, past month. And then just like either soft block me, or, and I'm just okay. That's fine. Like that's your boundary in it. But I just find it funny how people can, you know, want to be like, oh, support me on my thing and support me on this and support me on that. I'm like, yeah, that me. I don't mind doing that in it. I don't mind like this podcast that I've got right here. Um, people may not be into podcasts, and that's okay. That's all right. I don't mind. Like that's it like pod podcasts have to be something you're into podcasts have to be something that you know um you you're able to like it just has to be it just has to be for you and you know the material that's out there it has to be for a particular audience and i get that i i have a very very niche audience so, so for me it's ha it has to be people who are into podcasts and it also has to be for people who don't mind listening to stuff about qplc and underrepresented voices that's okay. That's fine. I don't mind. I, I I understand it's quite niche. I do. So in that sense, not to put myself down or anything, I'm just understanding the climate, which is fine. Um, 
and maybe like there are people who may want to like hold on a second i actually like this here let me tune in let me go and spread the word or whatever it is that's fine okay cool done um but all in all i i just think that you know there are people who do their things and it's like okay i'm not into that but i will support it and i just don't get that back or um, there'll be opportunities out there where it's like, hey, you may be more qualified to speak on this because you are from um, said location and these are the things that you cover and all of the like talking points that are going to be there, we've heard already. And it's like, nope, I'm going to skip over Sid and I'm going to just be there as the skincare girly, you know, the person who just wants to show off my looks and 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 I'm going to do a few um, TikTok sound bites that are 15 seconds because that's as far as my mental capacity goes and that's okay you know but like i said i ain't bigging you lot up i'm sorry i will not big you up on my platform i won't do it i won't sorry i'm so sorry um but if anyone does do anything anyone who like i feel that you know amplifies my voice and and celebrates me if i feel that you know they are doing that of course of course you'll get a shout out of course i'm going to praise this with the work that you do but than that you ain't getting fuck all from me sorry so i'm just gonna have to shelve this one um there was one thing i was gonna like shout out but no no sorry i i just it's no mm-mm. too wishy-washy some of you are too wishy-washy like You'll see and you'll like when I'm there and like passer and drama and or like I'll be there really doing a thread on something informative. You'll like that when you can steal it or when you can send it to someone else or when you can amplify somebody else with a larger audience who's friggin' stolen it because you listen to everything that I do and you, you, you watch and you stalk me. Um, you know who you are that's okay, it's fine, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's it, so, um, it's one of them ones there, so, that's it, um, now, I'm just gonna get into the weekly fuckeries, um, other than that, so, there was somebody who said, celebrating weight loss reminds your fat friends how much you hate looking like them, and their name is John Paul, E, D, they, them pronouns, also tired pronouns. Okay, cool. So, they got ratioed in the quotes. And I just think, like, some of you, some of you need to stop with, like, these edgy victim complex talking points to put other people down and project how you feel um or how you see people around you feel because that's easier than just doing the work on thinking hold on a second let me just try and be comfortable in my body let me do everything that i need to go and do so that i am this confident person who really is not affected by these things but you won't do that why i don't know um, and this is the problem. This is this is becoming a problem. And it's like, they weren't willing to hear any sort of like discourse, anything, because their point, because, you know, 
I am, I don't know, is it ED, ED slash D? It's some sort of like qualification. I don't even know what it means, like irrelevant to me. Maybe you're a teacher, but you taught us nothing. I don't know. But the nonsense that left your mouth was really something. It was exceptional. Exceptional stupidity. Because like, here's what... and someone I was oh yeah I went to I went to um a lunch with my friend Liza and we were having a conversation and she, she was like you know some people have really come into their identity through lockdown they've just not been outside and it's really beginning to show and I will explain that later on in this podcast right so some of the fat phobia worriers, you just say anything and it's like because you are marginalised by something, it just, you feel that you have the agency to speak to people anyhow and tell them to live their lives anyhow. And I'm so sorry, that's just not how it goes. That's not how it runs. That's not how it will run, right? Because I'm sorry, if I want to lose weight and I, like, again, I want to lose weight for health reasons. I need to lose weight. I don't need to get into, um, like, specifics as to why, because those who know me know, and I'm sorry, like, again, I'm not having this being a repeat of lockdown where people were like, oh my God, like, um, you need to go and get the, and again, vaccines, I'm just going to make it very clear, very clear, that's a choice that somebody needs to go and make, I support people doing what is best for them, but it's like, you need to go and get the vaccine, if you don't get the vaccine, you're a bad person, you're selfish, you want people to die, like, blood, like, listen, listen to me good, listen to me, right, you're not my doctor, if I say that I have these concerns, I'll go speak to them about it with my doctor. And the same doctors who ignore black people when they're in pain, right, are the same doctors that would be like, yeah, yeah, go take this because it's good for you. Like some people who have critical thinking skills, I know a lot of you don't, a lot of you don't. And that's okay. Um, You know, some people will just be like, okay, cool. Like I need to make an informed decision as to whether this is right for me or not, right? Um... I, there are people who have, there are people who haven't, but it's the way that people felt so entitled, the entitlement that people have over other people's fucking bodies as to whether they want to lose weight, whether they want to gain weight, whether they just, just want to be as they are. It's only your fucking business. But all I'm going to say is I need to lose weight. I'm losing weight. I'm very happy with my weight loss and I will celebrate my weight loss. And you know what? I'm not the person because, and, and this is the funny thing because John Paul, you know, using they, them, I will, I will it's safe to assume that you're a queer person. Um, what a lot of you fail to understand is that when you fall out of the beauty standards that you've set for yourselves, yeah, not just beauty standards, beauty standards you set for yourself. So you have told yourself that being um, anything out of slender and, and muscled and toned is not of a standard, like, you know, you're telling, you hate yourself, right, this isn't a somebody else issue, this is a you issue, and this is something that you refuse to fix, and even when I went through their likes, right, it's, it's all likes of, like, muscular men, (laughs) you find muscular men attractive, so, 
if that is, and again, this isn't this isn't me being nasty. This is a beauty standard that you set for yourself and you failed it. You failed the standard you set for yourself. So the thing is, you so what do you think of fat people? What do you think of people that are bigger? And this also goes into part of a wider argument because we see a lot of like things within the queer community, a lot of conversations and talking points when it comes to gay men and, and, and trans people and lesbians and bi women as well. Because again, people won't, there are women that will not date a stud if she's bi. If she's bi. Why? Why? There are people who will not, femme gays that or, or trans women that will not date a masculine guy if he's a bottom why you have to question those things you place this this value on masculinity on on body type on skin tone on all these kinds of things and had you freed yourself from it you wouldn't you'd actually let go of all of this hatred you actually would be like okay if you see somebody who's like light skin only i don't give a fuck I don't care. If a man goes and says to me he wants somebody with abs, it doesn't bother me. Because I'm sorry, guess what? Body shape comes and goes. It comes and it goes. If they're like, I want somebody with a with a 13 mile long penis, that's okay. Good for you and you, you stretch out anal canal. Love that for you. Love that for you, you bottomless pit. But guess what? Me... Me, I don't, I don't value these things. I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm going to like, you know, go for somebody I'm unattracted to physically because, you know, no. Um, But I, I don't have these standards where it's like, you need to, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, because, you know, it really brings me back to the days of Grindr and, and, and Gaydar where all the badly built bitches would be like, where's your abs? <laughs> where's yours? Where's yours? Huh? How are you going to ask me where my abs are and you're a big bat bison? Like, the fuck? What? I'm confused. So it's like, <laughs> you you are going, you are on the, I don't know, like, I don't know what you see in the mirror. I don't know what some of you see in the mirror. But, you know, the way that you, um, John Paul, were projecting all of this onto other people and that is what you found pretty, it, it just is very telling to me. And also, um, to the people that were agreeing with John Paul, like, you're also idiots because, again, it's, I just don't like the way that there's, like, cult leaders within social media who dictate what can run and what can't run. To me, it's just very, mm, I don't know, I just don't like it. Um, but for like the one thing I would say about weight loss and why you should celebrate weight loss, um, and why I would encourage anyone to, um, not to be, um, ashamed of celebrating their weight loss is because for me, I have observed that weight can be very much attached to abuse and especially in the culture that I am from, right? Um, not only just being gay, uh, maybe it's a Commonwealth thing. I don't know. I've noticed it's very much of a black thing as well. 
Or maybe it's, again, actually, no, 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 I don't know because I haven't spoken and sampled enough people. But from what I've experienced, right, there are men out there who will encourage you to put on weight. They will discourage you from um, maintaining the same weight or losing it. They will encourage you to put on weight so that it's like, okay, cool, you lose your confidence. Your clothes don't fit you anymore. Um, you know, you're spending more money on this relationship, whereas you'd spend money on yourself to look good. You know, um, all of the things that you would do, there's people who have had children. There's people who have uh, mobility issues. There's people whose lifestyles have changed. We saw people um, form relationships over lockdown, stay in over lockdown and pile on pounds. And again, there's nothing wrong with that if that is comfortable for you, right? Um, you go and as long as you are happy as to where you are and you love yourself and your body and you love and, and you're healthy I don't care like that that's your business it's got nothing to do with me nothing right but where I do have an issue right is when people want to when people gain that weight and then you have a partner who is like well you know you basically put in an ultimatum where it's like who's gonna want you now you've piled on the pounds and again, maybe I'm sounding like a hypocrite because it's like, you know, I'm saying about devaluing certain things, but no, it's, it's, it's a lot deeper than that because me, I know what my, I, I know the aesthetic I like for myself. I know what I can carry. I know what looks good. And even though I'm working on like fat loss and those kind of things, I still want to stay the same size. I don't want to be like all chiseled with abs. I don't want to do that. I just want to be healthy. I just want my love handles gone. I still want to be the same, like, size in, like, broadness and those, them kind of things there. I know what I want for me. I know. I can see something. I, I can just look in the mirror and see what I want for me. I am not trying to go and see that in someone else. And I know this to be true because, again, I date fat people. I date slender people. I'm not really into muscular guys. I'm not. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I can date someone who doesn't look like me and I, and that is what I find attractive, that is where I place value because believe it or not, John Paul, believe it or not, like your figure is more attractive to me. I'm just saying to me, maybe it's the Jamaican jeans taking over. Not that I'm going to go and end up with a big white bison or a dinner lady. No, um, <laughs> But I'm just saying, being plus size is more attractive to me than having abs. That's, that, that is a beauty standard. Um, that is cultural to me, right? So there's that. A dad bod is more attractive to me than abs. Sorry, it is. I like a bit of belly. Like, it, it, that's just what people, you know, that's just for me, innit? Um, but it's just very interesting. So when you have people that are like, that want to go and lose that weight, like for them, losing weight is letting go of trauma within a relationship and all of those dynamics that you guys never ever want to think of. And your leaders on TikTok, if somebody ever went to go and have that discourse, well, you'd, ha you'd really have to run away for a few days and sit down and think about it. It's not, it's not a conversation that you could have there and frigging then. Could never happen. So just know thy respective lanes and shut the fuck up because some of you are very annoying. Very annoying. Um, you know what? I really want to talk about as well how um, in this January, oh my God. Like, so what happened was, um, 
there was a clash. There's been two massive frigging clashes, right? So the first one is Jada Kingdom and Steph London. Now, for those of you who don't know, some people are still like baffled about it and shy to ask because, you know, they were screaming up and down that Patwa isn't a language. Um, you know, we don't deserve to have things. We don't know what we're talking about. Patwa's not real. It doesn't exist. It's not a language. Um, but then when it came to people dissing each other now, yeah, oh, can you translate me, please? What do you mean translate? And this is the funny thing to me, right? Because again, I'm from Brum. I have friends who are like Indian, Pakistani. Um, I was with some of them on the weekend, right? It's from Pakistan. Um, and by the way, my, I've noticed my accent goes up and down because some people say Pakistan, I'm saying Pakistan. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. He can understand Patwa fluently. He, he can't speak it, but he can understand it. And I'm just saying, other black people asking who are not from the Caribbean, just asking to translate Patwa, I was like, oh, like Sabrina Breer would say, oh, you know, oh, okay, oh. So I just find it very interesting that people needed password to be translated. But anyways, so Steph London dated Burner Boy, right? Burner Boy, I'm not really keen on the guy, not gonna lie, not keen on him. He's got allegations of sexual assault on his name and I, I just, I, I, yeah, mm, mm. We'll, we'll get, we will get into that. We'll get into that later because <laughs> if you know me. So I just, yeah, the guy, one of them ones there. So he used to date Steph London. He then left Steph London, did a song called Last Last. It was one of the biggest songs he's ever made once he left her. Um, you know, he's never made any songs about loving her. Just the one that where he was like leaving her is what blew up. Now, Steph London is known for um, being a colorist in the UK. She's known for doubling down on the colorism. She's also um, rapper Dutch Avelli's sister, right? Steph London was born in the UK in Birmingham. Then she moved to Amsterdam. I think it was Amsterdam or was it the Netherlands? Either way, Let's just say she moved to the Netherlands, right? Then she came back and she moved to London. So she's not really... She's Steph from Brum, like Trilly Rubank said. She's Steph from Brum. She's not a Londoner, um, but she begs it. So there's that. So they used to date. Now they've broken up. Um, Jada Kingdom now. I love me some Jada Kingdom. I follow Jada Kingdom since 2017, 18 maybe love me some Jada Kingdom. I've always known who she is. And I've, she, she's always been beautiful. She's always been that girl. She doesn't, she, listen, let me just say this. She has never had surgery. She does, she does, that body there is not surgery. She may have got her boobs done. She, possibly, I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much. But the amount of bum that she has, and I'm sorry, if I was a woman with that amount of bum, I am never sitting down sorry no steph london would be tired of me because i am shaking that bum everywhere i go i don't think you understand i'm shaking that bum because that bum is just outrageous it's ridiculous it is abundant it is just something do you know what i'm saying but like <laughs> hey god's bless you with that good for you girl good for frigging you um <laughs> good no seriously good for you um but yeah 
So now Burner Boy's done a song about, oh yeah, we buy a Birkin for Jada Kingdom. She's got the best pum pum in a Kingston. Okay, cool, great. Now, people rumoured that, you know, that it was rumoured that they were dating and whatever. And, you know, she was seen pictured wearing his chain. So people speculated like, oh my God. Now, Steph London on the day, she was like, this is why I don't friend no whoring gal. And I was like, huh? What are you talking about? Like, what? You were never friends to begin with. And two, like, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? Like, the man is no longer yours. He's he's single now. Like, even when he was with you, he still cheated on you with a dark-skinned woman that you hated. So, I don't know. Now, um, fast forward to the... Um, Oh my God, there's a rhythm that like Russian has and um, she remixes the rhythm and she like, you know, speaks on stuff, uh, not on, on, on Jada Kingdom one day and she's like something like box you forget if you sleep with my man or whatever it is. But that's not your man. So Jada Kingdom is like, okay, she goes on live. She goes, girl, what's going on? Because if this is over a man, it's embarrassing because like just, I'm acting you directly to let you know. Are you talking about me in this song? Or are you not? Let me know before I have to gather you. Now. <laughs> she's just like. She's basically said. Jada has said. Listen. This. This. This is over. If this is over a man. I'm sorry. This is weird. Just let me know now. Because if it's over a man. Just let me know. Because it's weird. So I could, I'm just going to tell you now it's weird. Right? Um, if it's not, that's fine. Because I just want to know. Because the last time you said it was your manager. Is it me? Or is it your manager you're talking about this time? <laughs> Pre the Jamaican humour. So then. She doesn't reply. Next day, was it? Or was it a few hours later? She drops the... She does, does this, a, a snippet of the song again. And says it's out now. With... Um, with Twinkle's name in it, like had it Twink. She also goes by Twinkle. She goes, "Yeah, tell Twinkie me said that or something like that." So I was just like, "Huh?" So then Jada Kingdom is like, "Okay, cool." She drops it. The um, she, um, Steph London drops a song. She's there slut shaming Jada Kingdom, this and that, and all those things. There, she you know she she's really like forcing the pattern. She's trying to um, she's really trying to like. Rap like Skeng. I'm just thinking, girl, hang it up. You're not Skeng. Like, why Why are you doing the horse throat? Like, why are you doing that? That's never, that's never, ever, 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 ever been your sound. Why are you trying to spit like that? Why? Okay, cool, whatever. So then, we're all, like, gassing up Jada Kingdom on Twitter. Because, listen, I, I've heard Sheng Heng. I know what Jada Kingdom is capable of. People are saying, nah, she ain't going to do it. Nah, she can't do it. Nah, she can't, like, like she can't go up against Steph London. I was like, okay, all right then. Now, Jada Kingdom goes and drops a snippet of a song. The song is quite shit. I'm not going to, well, no, no, no. For a diss, it's shit, but it doesn't mention anything about Steph. It doesn't. It doesn't. However, right? She come, people are saying, nah, it's weak, it's this, is this. Now, Jada Kingdom's a troll. This is the one thing about Jada Kingdom. She's a troll. Now, she's come back and said, hey, well, guys, no, like, what, like, I'm just trolling. I'm just testing the waters. But then the next day, after that, like, because she dropped an original diss track, 
So the next day after she dropped the original diss track, she goes and shows, look, this was created in November. This was months ago. This got nothing. This wasn't real. Like, I wasn't going to send this to send to Steph. I'm just playing with you, right? Now, the actual diss that she dropped, she went and said, listen, you have a paedophile brother and I did that for dead. Um, she went and told her, like, in the first, like, opening line, the first 10 seconds, she's like, you need to go find your mom's big hole and jump through it. She goes, grow the fuck up and age, argue with your age group. She went and said how Burner Boy never wanted to be a stepfather. You, she goes and says how you went to Dubai to eat shit for a Birkin. She went and said, oh my God, what else did she say? She just dragged her up and down these streets. Up and down. Now... We're all like, oh my god! Because and what, when she did it as well, she she got um, the sample authorized by Burner Boy. She sampled his his voice, and she got the song authorized to be like da 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 da. da. So she's like, yeah, okay, cool, let's go. So to have that authorized, like to have the the song authorized, saying she's got the best pum pum. Like she's really rubbing it in Steph's face. Now Steph come back and she goes, me a killer girl, and she's doing all this foolishness. And Steph is really hyped up. She's really angry. Now Jada comes back the next day, and this this, if you thought it was bad, Jada went to hell, hell. She's like, da 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 da, suck your mother, eh eh eh, goodbye. And then she goes, your Muslim Steph Lazarus, rise from the dead and give me chat out is possible. So it's like, Steph Lazarus, she named her because like, she's killed you already and you're back from the dead. Yeah. When, uh, oh, 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 sorry, before that, in Steph's response this, she went and put Jada Kingdom on a, um, what do you call it? Like a like an obituary. So like, Jada just met her with the same energy. She was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. Here's you slumped over a graveyard. Fine, whatever." Um, yeah, like she just went in, went in on her. Like we said, listen, like you sh- you sacrifice your dad, you should have sacrificed your brother too. Um, how she fucked her uncle. I talked about incest in the family, how they all take drugs. Stop called Capardi's name before I reach London, find your house and burn it down. Like, she goes, if you're not going to stop, I won't stop. She went and also said um, how her mum fucked Beanie Man. That's that's a fact. She went and cussed out Asian Doll because Asian Doll went and got involved. She just dragged, like, that one there was like, Jada just went to hell. And Steph London comes back and says, you're a Dash Rebelli girl, da 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Jada Kingdom was just, like, trolling again. And she was like, huh? Jada fuck dog, Jada fuck cat, Jada fuck rat, and Jada fuck bat. Hey, hey. Like, she was, just, she was just trolling. She was having fun. And then she was, um, wrote another, like, another diss track, except that. She was like, just accept the diss. I like, just accept it was it was very light. It, it was very light. It was fun. But she's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna piss on your dad's grave and whatever. All that. Like, they just went to hell. But listen, the one thing that I didn't like about the whole back and forth between the two of them is if a woman goes and says, no, no, not if a woman, if a person goes and says, I do not want this man or woman or non-binary or whoever the fuck, if they say, I do not want you. Yeah? How does that equal two women fighting over somebody? Because 
Steph is fighting over Burner Boy. Jada is saying, I don't want this man. I've got my things. I've got my Birkin. I've got my half a million in cash. I got flown out to Paris. I got all of these things. Um, and, you know, your surgeon fucked up your tummy tuck. Like, what now? What are you going to do about it? That's it. That's that's what she's saying. And if you don't know how Jamaican women are, maybe the conversation is not for you. But two women are not fighting over Burner Boy. Two women are not fighting over a Nigerian. As many people tried to paint this narrative. Stop, stop trying to gas yourselves. Stop it. Stop trying to big up your artist. Or stop trying to put Jamaican women down like, like they've got nothing better to do. Like, let's, let's stop it. Stop it, okay? Don't. Seth, she's fighting over a man that, you know, what she wants back. Fine. Cool. Do your thing right, Jada does not want this man, she's with Party, she's with Party, how is she going to fight over a man when she has one, make it make sense, there's that, and so then, oh, this woman, I don't like, I used to follow her, but I just had to unfollow her, I just don't like you no more, XM mother, she was like, two light-skinned, oh now Burner Boy has two light-skinned women fighting over him, first of all, first and fucking foremost, Jada Kingdom is not light-skinned, and I'm not I'm not arguing with you on this. I'm not arguing with anybody in this. Forget forget the whole oh I'm from London and I'm I don't give a fuck. I don't care, right? In Jada's geographical location, she would not be classed as light skinned. In my geographical location and culture, she would not be classed as light skinned. Right? Steph possibly I can see where people are coming from, but them are two browning girls. They're two. They're two brown girls, and I'm sorry. They're not. They're not dark skin. They're brownings. And if you don't know what a browning is, you just don't know. Light skin in Jamaica is red skin, so they won't say like a light skin. Like the colorism again around the world, or, or how people interpret shades of it, it. It varies. So I'm sorry it's not going your way, but I just had to say is light skin in the room with us. Like I'm confused. I mean, well, it's not that deep. <laughs> I'm confused why... Uh, huh? It's very weird. It's just very fucking weird. Um, now, there was that. Now, let me get into another beef. Meg and Nikki. Now, this is gonna... I'm gonna be here for a while. On this one. Now, as you know, Nikki Minaj... A lot of people have been getting onto her because they're saying that she's spiralling, she's this, she's old, she's bitter, she's this, she's that, she's... Nikki, 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 Nikki. Listen, I am a barb. I make no apology for being a barb. I, I'm not even going to say I'm just a barb. I'm Holy Trinity. So Holy Trinity, what that means is the big three. You've got Beyonce, Nikki, Rihanna. Yeah. I celebrate their success. I'm very happy in whatever it is that they achieve, whatever it is they manage to do, wherever it is they manage to go. Like, I just wish them the best. And I also will acknowledge that they are legends in their own right. Yeah. And their accolades, the strengths, the things that they've done to get to where they've had to get to. I salute. They've been a massive part of my childhood, a massive part of my teenage years and my adulthood. Love them down. Okay. There is that. Now, these three women... Are all of them with problematic partners? Yes. 100%. I will acknowledge that. Are they treated fairly? No. Are they called out fairly? No. Are they perfect? No. 
Are they problematic? No. Are they girls' girls? No. But why is it that only one of them is held to this standard? And this is what I don't like. And it's not about like people say, oh, but you're a stan and you're the... I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. Especially when a lot of you follow Murad Morali. Especially when a lot of... I'm going to get into... I'm really, I'm really, really going to get into some things. I'm really going to get into some things now. If you don't want to listen to this bit, just skip. Just just, just be a sheep and like, you know, do your hate tweets and whatever it is and your hate following and your hate this and your hate mail and your commentary and your... Whatever the fuck it is you want to do, I do not care. But this is about me and this is about understanding the way that I think. Now, Megan the Stallion has sent a diss after Megan. Don't be mad at me, be mad at Megan's law. Now... Nikki has now been like, huh, like, why are you speaking on my family? Like, why are you doing that? Now, Kenneth Petty, um, you know, he served a prison sentence for rape. Um, those of you who know my, my views on rape, you you know exactly what it is. And if you, if you don't, go and listen back to Hugh Wouldn't Dare. I believe that is episode five. Yeah. So just listen to my views on that, right? Rape is, rape is one of the worst things you could do to a human being. I will, I will stand on that. Now... What I will say is this. What I will say is this, right? There are people who got, jump from abusive relationship to abusive relationship to abusive relationship and end up being around abusers. Yeah, there is that. Are they bad for enabling it? Are they are they wrong? Do they need to be corrected and like guided back onto the right path and be like, girl, you're doing a bit much? Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, this is a lot more common than we think. It is. It really is. Now, at the end of the day, right, the Barbs have tried to hold Nikki accountable. Nikki believes that that man is innocent. She does. And she ain't going to listen to us. So, and she said time and time again, I don't care. She doesn't care. So, what do you want us to do? Like, what do you want us to do? Stop listening to Nikki. Okay, cool. That, that's fine. That That's reasonable. Now, if you're saying, go and stop listening to Nikki. Okay, cool. Then we must stop listening to Scissor. We must stop listening to Halle Bailey. We must stop listening to Chloe Bailey. We need to stop listening to Rihanna. We need to stop listening to Beyonce. We need to stop listening to um, Katy Perry. We need, to stop, we need to stop listening to a whole heap of people. Because all of these women have been with abusers and rapists. We also need to stop listening to Meg Thee Stallion as well. Because Meg Thee Stallion... You're bringing up Megan's law, but you had no issue with Megan when she was, she brought her husband onto your um, song that you begged her to go and create. You begged her to, you, you begged on her Instagram live. You begged and she did it for free. She's going to charge you half a mil or 250K, but she did it for free. Nikki hopped on your song and did Hot Girl Summer for free. Okay, cool. Now you're doing up all of this and that Nikki's trying to say, well, one, you fucked on my man. You tried to fuck on my man. Two, you um, you kept trying to like force me to drink and them kind of things there. And people are like, oh, well, so what? And yeah, she should have bought the baby. And, did it. and I'm like, listen, 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 listen. It goes back to, I believe it was Ara who said this. And she's like, some of you, your radical feminism, whatever it is, you're just very nasty. I'm sorry, like, you're not, you're not nice people. And this botch-faced 
bitch was arguing with me on Twitter space saying, you're not a woman. I don't need to be. I don't, I don't need to be a woman. I don't need to be someone who has a uterus. I don't. I don't. And you know why? Because I have friends who have had abortions. I've seen what it does to their body. I'm not Miley Cyrus, you stupid bitch. I'm not. So if you think you're going to go and give me talking and saying, well, hold on a second. Um, it's okay to go and shout at someone to go and tell them to get an abortion. Like, I'm sorry. I've seen what that does to... I've seen firsthand what it does to people i've seen it child loss there are people who have experienced child loss like nikki has at 15 right and was it 15 she experienced child loss at a very like a very in her teens and i know two people two women who have said like listen i like and this is how i look like my eyes opened up to it and I'm like, girl, you can't, you can't have a man, you can't have a pity for this child. You can't, sorry, you can't have a pity for this man. And they're like, Sid, listen, like, I've lost a child at like, whatever, I can't, my body cannot go through that again. It traumatised me so much. I had to be sectioned. I don't know, Nick, I don't know Nikki. I don't know her. Nobody knows someone to go and say to somebody, oh, go, go, go and get an abortion. Now, what Ara was saying was, stop wishing abortion on happily pregnant women because that's what people wanted for Halle Bailey that's weird it's so weird and then now that she's like showing that yeah I was pregnant yeah I was this and yeah I was that and here's my child now I've had the I've been had the baby I didn't want to share this experience with, with you I didn't want to talk about it with you at all right keep your mouth shut you lot were wishing abortion on her not knowing what stage she was at in her pregnancy you lot are weird you're weird and you're not the girls girls that you think you are you're not and don't sit there and tell me that i can't say to somebody i want to extend empathy to them or like why would you say that because you don't need i don't need to be a fucking woman i don't need to be i don't i'm a human being i have empathy towards people maybe you should try it and what I find so interesting, right, is that people who, mm, people who have so much going on in their personal lives, hard day at work, maybe been bullied by the boss, maybe you don't have a good relationship with your mom, maybe, I don't know what the fuck you've got going on, but it's almost like, I know. I'm going to log on to the internet and I'm going to hate tweet Nikki. That's what it is. I'm going to log on to the internet and I'm going to hate tweet Nikki all day, all night and ignore everything else. And I'm going to ignore everyone else. And the thing is, the people who are hate tweeting Nikki, you listen to City Girls. I mean... Who is JT with? Did he not beat up a pregnant woman and, and hold a pistol, wave a pistol over her belly or something like that? That's what was alleged against him, no? Remind me of the allegations against Diddy again. Oh, okay, cool. But you'll be listening to City Girl, will you not? Now, did Megan not date Meek Mill, the same Meek Mill who beat up Nicki Minaj, the same Meek Mill who beat her, spat on her, and then people went and said that Nikki was lying. Only for it to come out this month that she was actually telling the truth. So it's like, people aren't the girls' girls that they think they are. Now they're saying, oh, you know, she's, um, she's, she always does this to new... No, she's not doing this to new girls. 
She's not doing. She she's not. She hasn't done anything to them. It's the labels who have said, and this has been proven time and time again because Lady Leisha even said she was offered two hundred and fifty k just to diss Nicki Minaj, but she turned it down because the label that she went to go and sign to weren't interested in anything she had to go and say, anything she had to um she had to put out, weren't interested in any of her work. They saw that she blew up from the Queen's speech. They saw it go on World Star Hip Hop. All of those kind of things there. And they were just like, yep, we need you to go and put a diss out for Nicki Minaj. She said, no. She said, no. Right? So, there's that. You now have Meg who signed to... Um, to... Rock Nation. Nicki and Jay-Z do not get on. Nicki and Kanye do not get on. Nicki does not get on with a lot of men in the industry. She owns the rights to her music. That's why she can put it out whenever she wants. She can add songs to it, take them away, tweak them, remaster it, whatever the fuck she wants to do. Because guess what? She has the rights over her music. When she signs the girls, she also gives them the same rights over their music because she believes in their potential. So when people are sitting there and saying, oh, Nikki's not a girl's girl, blah, 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 her husband, da, 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 da. Listen, I don't mind people calling Nikki out from a place of integrity. I've got nothing to say. Zip. I will say nothing. But when you call her out and then you stand people like Michael Jackson, who, again, had children in his bed, which is weird. Now, some people will say, oh, my God, the sexual allegations aren't true and blah, 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 blah. But I'm just like, but he still had children in his bed. That's still weird. He still wanted to be alone with children. I find that weird. He may not have done anything, but I find that weird. Okay, I do. Um, you listen to people like Drake. You'll be going to Chris Brown concerts and then you'll say, I wasn't let into his after party because of colorism. Girl, you went. <laughs> like, he's shown you who he is from the jump. You'll listen to people like, hmm, again, Burner Boy. They will listen to... All sorts of people who've been accused of the same things, or their husbands have. Like, when did isn't Jay Z avoiding a paternity test because if he if he is proven to be the father of that child, that will prove that he raped a minor. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like Rihanna went back with Chris Brown and made a song called "Ain't Nobody's Business." Like. She still doesn't get the same heat. She's, you've got both Nikki and, um, at, so Nikki, Rihanna, Beyonce. No, no, um, sorry, no, you've got Beyonce and Rihanna who have done products and, um, put out various things that sell that support genocide in Palestine. And they just stay silent on it, they don't give a fuck. So it's like everybody's flawed in some kind of way. Let's just like, let's, I just think, I just, I just think a hate train is pointless. That's just my belief. I just do. I'm sorry. I just do. Um, but when it comes down to, you know, um, some of the things, the way they say, oh, the barbs, the barbs are out of control. The reason why the barbs go so hard for Nikki is because some of you just don't want to read information. Some of you don't want to um, look at, okay, well, hang on a second, this is false. Like, even today, even today, people have said things around um, 
you know, hey, like, you know, the barbers went and vandalised Meg the Stallion's mother's graveyard. Um, they called up the graveyard where her mother is and said, no, no one's been here. No, no, no vandalism has occurred. Nope. No one's been here. Now, I don't know. I, mean, I think I might have mentioned this before in the last episode. But do you know black people to go to a graveyard at night and vandalise things? Be for fucking real. Maybe maybe the white twinks would. I, I wouldn't put anything past them. But what I am going to say is this. Ain't nobody been to no damn graveyard. Now, everyone's run with that. No one's retracted their statements and said, oh, hey, well, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Or... Um, yeah, you know, this is where the information came from. Now, when people asked and were asked, like, okay, who's the barb that done it? Because I, I'm a barb. Like, all the barbs were like, wait, we ain't done this. We ain't got nothing to do with this. The evidence that they used was a TikTok from 2021 where um, a group of girls were dancing over their friend's grave because that is how she wanted to be remembered. And they played the um, Nicki Minaj diss track to Megan Bigfoot. And just lying on your dead mama, lying on your dead mama, lying on your dead mama, like that. So, <sighs> I just need people to do better. I need people to use sense because you can clearly see the date stamp, even where the, the, the song is playing, it says 2021, not 2024. This is why Nikki said, Bob, stay in school. Stay in school because my... God, some of you are fucking stupid. Some of you are very fucking stupid, right? Now, there's the other... Now, I'm going to get into one final bit, and a lot of people are not going to like me for this. They're really, they're really not going to like me for this. And this is like this. Nikki doesn't care. Nikki does not care. And at this point, people are only bringing it up, not because, like, you know... And I've, okay, may, okay, I'm saying this because I've been in some of these, like, closed rooms on Clubhouse and I've heard how people speak. They, they just want a dark-skinned black woman to win. And I, I get it. I, I get it. I do get it. But setting someone up to fail is quite sad. It is. If you like Megan Thee Stallion so fucking much, why don't you buy her albums? Why don't you stream her music? Her albums go cheap. Her albums sell for, like, five, six pound. Her singles sell for, like, 50 pence, like... Why aren't you buying it? Nikki is selling her stuff at full price and it's still outselling anything that they could ever, she could ever do. Anything. She's not breaking any records. None. None. Um, so I'm sorry, like Meg the Stallion being the reigning queen of rap, like she's not the reigning queen of anything. What makes her the queen of rap? Like <laughs> she doesn't have anything in her discography to make her a queen of rap. Nothing at all. And this is the same thing with Cardi B, right? Because Cardi B, this is why you'll be waiting six years, six, seven years on an album. When did the album come out? The album came out in what, 20... When did Cardi B Invasion of Privacy come out? Hold on, Invasion of Privacy. Let me go and have a look. I'm just typing it up now. Um, Don't do that. Invasion of Privacy. This came out in 2018. We're now in 2024. Right, we're now in 2024. Like, we're six years for an album, really? Okay, cool, cool. Um, 
but it just goes back to this. If if someone's if someone's success is purely just to spite Nicki Minaj, right? Nicki Minaj could decide today, I've done everything I need to go and do. I've achieved everything I wanted to achieve. Now, girlies, you got it. I'm never rap- rapping again. What are you going to do? Because there's no one there to spite. This is the thing. And it's like, don't, don't support me to spite someone. That's just weird. That's very weird. And I think if that's the energy that people are moving in, in 2024, um, if that's what people want for their careers, all the best in it. I think all the best for you. Um, so I'm just picking up something. Yeah, all the best for you. All the best for your career. Um, I hope it goes swimmingly. I hope you do great. Um, you won't, but I hope you do. Now, I... Hmm, I also think as well, I just have an inkling, I just have a feeling, right, that, no, sorry, no, I had a feeling an album was coming out, and an album did come out, like, and an album is being announced, a tour is also being announced as well, and I'm just thinking to myself, typical, fucking typical, but, use lot do what you want, that's use lot's queen, um, at the end of the day, you know, in order to destroy Nikki, as somebody once said, you'll have to destroy our fan base. We're not going anywhere. I'm not going to stop supporting Nicki Minaj. Um, I'm not going to, you know, do anything whatsoever that will damage her um, in any way. I, I, like, no, I'm sorry. She's she's done way too much. She's poured way too much into me um, for me to, like, just start, what, hating on her for no reason. Like, no. I'm sorry, it's one of them ones there where you'll just have to separate the art from the artist. And no, before people start speaking, this is not like R. Kelly. It's not It's not the same because Nicki never raped nobody. She ain't raped nobody. Um, she ain't advocated for anybody to be raped. She's not been going around here telling um, little children. No, she's not been doing any of that. So just leave her alone. Honestly, you'll, you'll feel, honestly, like, I swear to God, like, some of you will feel a lot better for it. Just leave. Leave Nicki Minaj alone. That's all you have to do. People feel better for it. Um, and what was the other thing? Yeah, so I just think that, you know, any time people want to get onto Nikki, they always bring up her brother. Now, Nikki has already tried to sue someone from TMZ. Was it TMZ? No, the Daily Mail. She tried to sue the Daily Mail because um, they went and said that, oh, she was in support of her brother. No, she wasn't. This is the thing. She was not in support of her brother. This is a myth. Nicki Minaj was not in support of her brother. She didn't go to his... um, She never went to his trial. She never went. She she supported her mum. She she supported her mum. That's it. And that's what people, like, keep getting onto. Like, Nicki never supported her brother. This, This is a fact. Nikki, like I, 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 like, I just find it weird that people can lie on a woman like that. Like, she didn't support her brother. People say, oh, she might have paid his legal fees. Now, here's the thing. If you saw what Nicki Minaj's mother was doing around the time of the trial, right? And she was saying that there was witness tampering. There was jury tampering. All of those sort of things. And he wasn't being tried as Jelani Mirage. He was being trialed as Nicki Minaj's brother, right? 
everyone has a right to a fair trial. And I'm sorry, as somebody who's done a law degree, as somebody who believes in human rights and, and equal justice, all them kind of things there, I... <sighs> this is going to sound mad. Even if you're going to jail, even if you're being sentenced to death, right? I'm sorry, I believe that everybody has a right to a fair trial. Everybody has a right to be like, listen, you did this shit? Yeah, okay, cool. That's it, done. God, this is going to... Oh. The reason why I say that, right, is because there are rights all around the world that are being stripped from people. There are, there are places in the world where people do not have the right to a fair trial. How can I be an advocate for human rights and for equal rights around the world and be like, yeah, okay, cool. That That is one of the... When you do a law degree, right... That is the same right that protects me, Article 6 of the Human Rights at European Convention on Human Rights. It's now gone. It's now, um, you know, under the Human Rights Act and those kind of things. But that's even something that the, this government is trying to remove. Now, if we're going to go and talk about, oh, the government is going to remove certain human rights and those kinds of things there because nobody will have the right to... Um, what was that? I just heard something. I don't know. Um, people will have the right to... Um, to, to you know, not have the right to, to legal representation when they're being deported from the country, all of those kinds of things there. It all falls under the same thing. She was like, listen, he, he ain't got a proper legal team, whatever. Maybe her mum put pressure on her. Or I could imagine. So if she's like, mum, you know what? Here, just take the money and go pay, pay his legal fees. I can, I can just like get that. But she never supported her brother. She did not support his actions. She did not go and support... The, the stuff that it's no she's never done that she never did that so i don't know why people keep running with that um with her husband on the other hand now right there are discrepancies i'm gonna say this now here's what i do know i do know that he um she did in an interview say that she dated him back when she like a childhood sweetheart or whatever it was now the childhood in question she was 15, he was 19. That's nothing to laugh at. I'm sorry, because that to me is rape. It is. That's child molestation. That to me is wrong. That to me is like that. And this is the thing, the barbs, we want, we want her away from him. We do. So she's gone from like one, she's gone from Safari, to, who abused her, to Meek, who abused her, back to another, the back to her first abuser. Like, this is what we're saying. We don't like this for her. People using it as a gotcha. I'm like, you think this is a gotcha, but you're laughing at somebody who was raped when they were 15. There's that. Now, with the Jennifer Hoffman thing, like, I've personally witnessed myself on Clubhouse where Jennifer Hoffman, has, Hoffman or whatever her name is, has come onto Clubhouse on contradicted things that she said in the papers, in the blogs, in the media. She's even recorded contradicting herself. I'm not saying that she wasn't raped. I'm not. But from somebody who has gone back to their abuser, from somebody who has gone and seen all of those kinds of things like um, there, that's like makes it, makes paints her in a bad light or paints her not to be credible. Bearing in mind, it's, it's done, it's passed. It can't be brought up again. Yeah? For all of them reasons there, I can understand and empathise with somebody who has been abused their entire life. And that is just that. I'm not going to... I I am not willing... This is not the same where it's like... 
you know, you have what, what I've called out gay men who have abused people, like, actually gone and raped them, actually gone and groomed them and, and, and used a justification that, oh, it was done to me. I'm sorry, I'm going to dead that right there. I'm going to dead it right there. And I, I, and I know for a fact, and this is what, this is what pisses me off, right? This is what pisses me off with these talking points. Because people will then go and say things like, oh, um, it's, it's gay men as well. They will be going up and speaking about, okay, Nikki's husband, Nikki this, Nikki that, and rape and this and rape. You'll be doing all these great, wonderful speeches around rape and stuff, but you don't call it out when it's fellow gay men. Why? And this is the thing. Like, and here is the teeny tiny... This is, this is, I'm going to offer you the same grace I offer Nikki, even though I fucking hate you niggas because I'm, I'm in very close proximity to you. And I... I anyways... Because some people, in order to recognise that somebody else can be a victim of sexual assault, somebody else can be a victim of abuse, you would have to recognise that for yourself. And that would break you into a million pieces. And you, you, everything the world is, you, you, you really have to accept the world as it is and not what you knew it was. Well, not what you thought you knew it was. And that's why I, I, I think so many people... Um, especially gay men in very intimate settings and bi men and all those and, and queer people is why they don't really speak on sexual assault. They don't. They'd rather just keep quiet about it because you would have to accept them. You, you go and ask a lot of bottoms what their first time was like. See if they don't describe rape. Why do you think a lot of cishet men who describe their first time and, you know, it's being, you know, early teens pre-teens with a with a fully grown woman they're not going to accept it sexual assault and have are men not the biggest rape apologists going around are they not so all i'm gonna do i'm just gonna i just think here that people are human that's it um nikki's got her flaws there's things i'm not i that girl i just think she could do better there's certain things i just think she could do a lot better on but to go and unfairly slate her while I'm sorry, I listen to way more problematic people. I follow way more problematic people. I interact with way more problematic people. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I can't join a hate train. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't join a hate train. The only reason why I reactivated my Barb membership was out of spite. Because people were like, hey, Murad, Murad, Morali's innocent. Okay. All right, then, cool. Murad, Morali's good. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. That's okay. Cool. We're gonna we're gonna go from one sexual predator. One sexual predator is okay, um, because the women that the rad femmes decided it was. But Nick is too far. And this is the thing. <laughs> this this these these things that were being called out are ongoing. These these men, like. Somebody raised a point saying, oh, it's all these gay men standing up for a rape apologist. Why are all these gay men doing it? You don't want to go there, you know. You don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. Because if we look at all the people who are the loudest, the loudest to restore a gay man's image who's raped other gay men, is it not women? James Charles, who was writing articles for him. Who was, like, standing next to him and doing photo ops? Was it not Nomani? Oh, are people still are people um still not buying his makeup? 
did people did a lot of to be fair the gays had to boycott his makeup the girls did not if we're gonna go there um hugh edwards was it not his wife trying to restore his image and do up mental health and do up speeches for him philip schofield did we not have alison hammond boiling our eyes out ezra miller did we not have people uh women again saying he's got mental sorry they have got mental health issues and oh it wasn't this and it wasn't that and oh 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 huh was it not the women i don't remember the the gays they just went on brand and were silent you had the odd few that piped up and did whatever who else is another rapist um ah sherry pie i don't think um sherry pie raped anyone but they they recorded people nude and and for their own sexual gratification they violated them right and who was it Anyway, a talk show host had them on there. Again, Murad the Morali, who are his biggest supporters, women. Um, Alexander Wang brought that one up. He's got 11, I think it's between 10 to 11 um, allegations of sexual assault against him. Was it not the biggest um, feminist in the game? You know, Julia Fox, this diehard feminist. Did she not go and revive his career back at his first show after all the allegations? Did she not go and do that? Now I'm saying if you've got these rad femmes who really claim like they, they really hate men and they men are rapists and no means no and you've got someone like Julia Fox doing that, okay, cool. Right. Um, who's another one? Shane Dawson. Again, his followers. Are they not women? Do they not find him um, entertaining? Philip Schofield. Another one. Why are they not women? Alison Hammond boiling her eyes out. Who's, uh, I might have mentioned Philip Schofield. Have I mentioned Philip Schofield already? Okay, cool. I've done that. Um, oh my god, I'm trying to think off the top of my head now. Kevin Spacey, oh my god, Kevin Spacey. How can we forget Kevin Spacey, right? All of those allegations came out, and the one woman that did actually call him out, right, which I believe was Candace Owens, I think, other women dogpiled her. It wasn't the gays. Oh, oh. How could I fucking forget that white gay couple in Atlanta? Was it not Jasmine's garden who was getting up and doing a well, 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 and why are you calling them a gay couple and blah, blah, blah? If you don't shut the fuck up, if you don't shut the fuck up, those white gay men do not need your defense. They don't. And this is the thing. Like, do you see what I'm saying? So, like, I've I've already I have already proven the pattern. I have already proven that. Hold on a second. If you really want to be slinging mud about gay men, and you know all them kind of things, that like, listen, when it comes to gay men being raped, you do not care. You lot do not care. You do not give a fuck. You actively enable people to rape us more. So let's let's not go there. Yeah, let's not go there. Because you have the same one who, who's got a whole podcast about consent, who's got people um, DMing her anonymously and all them kind of things there. And you went on a podcast with two men who laughed about Jeffrey Dahmer's victims being killed and eaten and having to whine for their survival. And they were laughing about it. You got on there and endorsed them. 
and you, 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 you claim to know so much about consent. Now I'm not gonna name you because I just I can't be asked. I cannot be bothered with the gaslighting because me, the, I, like I said in 2024, I'm going to double the fuck down. I don't care what I lose. I don't care what bridges I burn. I do not. I'm going to double the fuck down. But those of you who know, you know, right? You're saying, oh, consent is so sexy. Okay, cool. But it, it, it sure is. But I'm pretty sure people did not consent to being eaten alive by Jeffrey Dahmer. But you, you go, you go, and you, 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 you're around men who laugh about those things. So women, I'm sorry, like some of, like not, not all, not, not all of you. Some of you are true to your shit. But the funny thing is, it always tends to be the queer women that understand. It tends to be the pe, the, the or if they're straight women, it tends to be straight women that don't just hang around gay men because they need entertainment or they don't just need to dump all their um, emotional trauma and they want a man who is going to listen and a man who is not straight. So let's really like if we're really gonna like bring up homophobia, like we can all sling mud today. We can all do eye for an eye up in this bitch. So let's just let's just yeah, let's 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 quit while we're ahead. Let's leave that there. Because I'm 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 not having that. I'm not having that. Actually, when I'm done this, I'm gonna tweet Jasmine's Garden and be like, didn't you did you not weren't you the same one who was doing up some stupid fucking talking points for those two um gay men in Atlanta that was raping them young boys? Because your mouth should have been shut. I'm sorry, there was nothing you needed to say. Us gays, we got this. It's fine. <coughs> we can already say that. We, we, we've got, we can already condemn it. But it was women that went up for that man. Women. The gays didn't have to say nothing. Okay? Okay. Next. Um, I, hmm. This is something that people may or may not like. But I don't give a fuck. You know me. You know, you know how we do. Um, so the ICJ, which is the International Court of Justice, were taken, um, no, we're not taken. There was a, case taken there by South Africa to um, say state that Israel has partaken in genocide against Palestinians. Now, they laid down a really, really good case. They, they did. They really, really, really did. And um, I also want to give a shout out to Yemen as well, because Yemen has been blocking ships um, in their waters from traveling through them. And they want to disrupt trade for Israel, and they're saying that they're doing this in solidarity with Palestine. Now, bear in mind, I think it's the Houthis, or Houthis, I I can't, I ain't heard it been said, I've only seen it been written, but it's H-O-U-T-H-I-S, right? They, um, apparently they they do have some extreme views, and they do do really enforce um, cis heteropatriarchy on people so I'm just going to be mindful of that in the meantime as well because this is a QPOC podcast and thank you for those who have informed me on that because yeah now they've blocked the ships now the US and the UK went to go and insert themselves because an insurance company which is Lloyd's not Lloyd's banking group Lloyd's of London they went and said well you need to go sort this out because we're losing too much money so they went to go and bomb Yemen off that basis so you didn't bomb it because of like israel you didn't bomb it because of um the uk you bombed it due to because an insurance company told you to wow okay cool now i love this for yemen because yemen went and said okay 
US, UK, um, we weren't blocking your ship, so why are you bombing us? But now that you are, um, we're going to block your ships too. And I love that. I, I really, really like that smoke for them. I really do. Now, I, I just want to get into this because there's something that's been on my mind and it's been a racial hierarchy among Muslims and having grown up and raised by a dad that was Muslim, sorry, that is Muslim, sorry, I've noticed this, that black people just sit at the bottom and the darker your skin is, like, you're just treated like a piece of shit, basically. But I find it so interesting, so interesting, so, 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 so interesting that out of all the countries that are like, you know, free Palestine, all of those things, um, some of you people in the UK that um, call yourselves Muslims, you're very insufferable. And I'm just going to say, I'm just going to state that especially when it comes to this free Palestine movement and especially when it comes to um, just judging other people's faith and how they navigate the world as Muslims, right? Because after BLM, you had a lot of people who were not black, who were not with, with, with um, or if they were black, they didn't have a West African phenotype, right? And they were just pretty much like, oh, what about Palestine? What are you doing for Palestine? What about Palestine? How come you said nothing about Palestine? But you never had this energy for white content creators, Right? And it's very interesting because I've seen quite a few people get onto Kelechi and get onto her hard when she's tweeted about, like, she's actually actively doing things and encouraging people to tweet because she's self-employed. She's, she's like, didn't do anything, um, didn't know much about the situation prior, but she's knowing it now. You have Melissa's wardrobe, same thing. You've had India, um, all these people that like don't, are in the entertainment industry or doing activism and all sorts of things that don't know, but have either tried to get to know or have done what they could so that, you know what I'm saying, they, they've got to eat at the end of the day. However, right, it's never been enough. But you're getting onto these black people and it's interesting that a black country, a black country is the one that takes Israel to the ICJ. Not none of these brown countries that look down on black people. Not none of the ones that have been louding up yourselves. Not None of you. I mean, I think you have Malay, was it Indonesia or Malaysia? Somewhere in that, in that region of, of East Asia, right? They have said like, yo, um, we we're actually going to put sanctions in place. Okay, cool, done. But to actually prepare a case and take them to the ICJ for the whole world to embarrass your fucking clerk, it was black people that did it. The same black people that you look down on. In the meantime, in the fucking meantime, what do we have? We have Saudi Arabia providing military assistance to Israel and the USA and the UK to bomb Yemen. And also to assist Israel. But the thing is, there's no mass boycott for them. There's no, there's no mass outrage. Why? And it's because there's a racial hierarchy that nobody wants to be honest about. Nobody wants to be honest about it, you know? Really sit down and deep it. Nobody wants to be honest about the fact that there is a racial hierarchy. And that is why, like, the Yemenis who sit at the bottom, 
can be bombed and, and can be forced into famine and can be looked down on and, and have no fucking solidarity. Especially um, Qatar isn't having solidarity with them. They're actually joining Saudi on their in their madness. Um, United Arab Emirates are also on the same level of crud. Kuwait takes in Palestinian refugees. However, Palestinian refugees, because of the state of their of their nation, of their country, that was right or, or or that is that is being erased it's like hey um yeah you're at the bottom of the racial hierarchy as well so we will treat you awfully it's something that's not being spoken about and i'm not saying this to be in support of like any of these like of israel or or um or the USA or the UK. I'm not saying that. Again, my stance has been clear. I'm against genocide. I am. And what they are doing is an act of genocide. I will state that. But what I'm saying is, we all have to fucking do our bit. We all have to boycott. I don't want to see you bitches, you you crusty, musty, uh, like, pricks that go to Dubai and spend tens of thousands and when you can't afford to go to Dubai you go to shisha lounges and you abandon your cultural attire and you try to assimilate with Arabs like the way that you style your hair the the, uh, the cultural clothing that you wear like fam you're from you're South Asian you're East African you're West African you're you're North African like why are you trying to dress like a Saudi Arab like why are you trying to give off that aesthetic you're not a Habibi you're not a Habibti you're not you're not that person you're not and the thing is even in the presence of them you wouldn't wear your cultural attire because you would be very quickly reminded that you are not on their level that you do not sit in that racial hierarchy with them like you are there to serve them they're the holy land the holy people you've been how dare you fucking question me and that's why Saudi can do these fucking things and there's no chat, there's no lip for them, but you've got lip for black people. But look at what black people are doing and look what the fuck Saudis are doing. So before you want to go and start talking on things and and, and, and trying to put black people down and them kind of, like, like please, know thy respective fucking lane. Because the one thing that we, we recognise is genocide. Not like people who say, oh my God, we've been through genocide never again. No, there's people who've actually actively experienced genocide today. Now, like black people, there there is an active genocide against us right the fuck now. My grandparents would have lived through genocide in the Caribbean. I'm not talking about uh, the transatlantic slave trade. I am not talking about the, uh, well, so it was some of the after effects of colonialism. But it was there. And it's actively being erased. J- Trinidad is an example. Guyana is, is an example. There is a, There is a history in those countries right there right i'll have to get into that on another episode what i'm saying is there are some of us that really understand never again and we're like hold on a second like we need to go and say something we need to go and do something and i get there's black people out there being like oh well well palestinians are racist and i there's afro-palestinians there i'm not even going to get into all of that with you i i really am not but the thing is what we're not going to do is set a mandate for genocide i'm not going to sit idly by and 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 be silent and be like okay cool i can't say nothing i don't want to be controversial i don't want to offend people i don't want to this I don't, i'm not doing that with any of you i refuse to do that i refuse to take part in that and the reason why i refuse to take part in that is the same way that we're seeing people think hold on a second i can annex land romania wants to expand now um Venezuela, the people that ain't got no food but they're eating condoms, they want to go and expand. Why? 
Why do they think that they can do that? Because they've seen Israel do that. And they've seen that, hold on a second, this is putting a battery in our back. Because now Israel is bombing Lebanon. Lebanon, Lebanon ain't done nothing to you. You're starting to bomb your neighboring countries. And you want to expand. That's what South Africa has clocked onto that. And if you look at what apartheid meant, apartheid was, didn't, wasn't just in South Africa as well. It was in, <clears throat> it was in um, uh, Zambia. Sorry, not Zambia, sorry. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, it, it, it neighboured countries as well. It expanded. It was an operation. Do you know what I'm saying? So people have recognised that. The people, the people them have recognised I'm thinking, you know what? This cannot happen again. And it won't. So when people are going to be getting on to black um, activists, black content creators, black people just in general to wonder what weird... Like, black people have always stood with Palestine. We always have. And we always will. So, you know... Some of you weirdos that want to be like, hey, no, why is it our business? It's it's very much my business. I'm sorry. No. Mm -mm, no. Because if we look at all sorts of examples in life, genocide always starts and ends with black people. When you look at the, the policing practices and tactics that are being done, don't they go to Israel to train? Because they practice on the Palestinians. The same police will then come back and do those things to black and indigenous people. Be for fucking real right now. Argentina, again, Argentina, look at how they wiped out black people from that country. They're like 0.1%, less than 1% of the population now. They wiped them out. Just like, oh my God. Just like that, that for example, Brazil, they're planning to wipe them out. They're, they're doing all of these things to, to, to get rid of us. And this right here, I mean, I could go deeper into it because I do think this is also a blood sacrifice. And I'm sorry, these colonial powers at large, they, you think they don't practice spirituality? They do. Free the, what, what go, if, if they don't, free the, um, the, the ravens in the Tower of London. What will happen? See if the nation don't collapse. See if it doesn't. They're going to, they're going to fly soon. They're going to try and go soon. I'm going to be out there with some bird feed and watch them fuck off. I, I, don't give me no ideas. But as I'm saying, right? Large numbers of people have always been sacrificed to uphold whatever systems it is that they have in place and they are crumbling. And I firmly believe, and I'm not saying this in any, I'm not saying this with any sort of disrespect in, 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 to the Palestinian people. I'm just saying what I've observed, these powers and people of that hue do around the fucking world. And I'm sorry, like blood sacrifice and them kind of things there. I just think I just think sometimes the the price that they have to pay for debt that is owed is greater and if it comes in the form of wiping out tens of thousands of people they will do that and they will do that and that's why Congo will bleed and that is why they will orchestrate um you know wars in Sudan and then they 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 stirring up trouble to happen in Rwanda which will also go and cause more conflict in Congo and they want people in Guyana and Venezuela at each other so they want people of colour around the world to be fighting and I'm me I, I just have some being this is some kind of ritual I do I do I do um there was that I also want to give um before I go I want to say fuck you to um Q 
Huey Hospital as well because a black woman went in there after being spiked and you didn't even say, hey, um, let me see how you're doing. Let me, you know, do you need anything? Um, let's examine you. Let's run some tests. Nothing, you know, didn't administer her any pain, uh, pain relief after she fell over and sprained her ankle. Nothing. And then you had her there for hours and hours when you didn't need to and you deliberately lost her triage form and had her waiting and then told her to wait again and put her all the way to the back of the queue for daring to ask this big back bitch of a nurse, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, hey, I'm, I'm it's not a nurse, sorry, receptionist. Like, I've been waiting for a while and just to prove a point, you went and lost the form. Like, just fuck you, people. Seriously, fuck you. Like, motherfuck you. And the thing is as well, it was like... <laughs> Oh my god! I, I'm I, this. I'm telling you now. I'm over a lot of stuff. A lot of people discovered their their. Um, a, a lot of you online, you know, you've discovered this whole female solidarity, queer solidarity, intersectional identity politics, and this is how I found myself. It's not real. I've just come to realize none of it is real. This is all online. This is awful online because in practice, how this could this could be you on your way to on on your way home from work or on your way to work, like somebody like. It could be anyone. It could even be a man. But the fact that to see women treat another woman like that was just, it was, it was just like, wow. How have I got more concern for a woman than, I don't know. But then again, I'm a human being. I just have empathy for people. But on that note, listen, I said I was going to keep it short. I ain't going to have them two hour episodes like last time. I'm done. I'm out. I've been your host, Sid the Aquarius. No, I'm not calling myself that no more. Sid. I've been your host, Sid. Um, you can email into I said what I said at gmail.com. Um, you can also message I said what I said podcast on Instagram. And also you can message it on do, 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 Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, Twitter formerly known as, no, X formerly known as Twitter. Yes, I'm out. Peace. Bye. <laughs>